Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Fit tip, will doing too much cardio undermine your gains in weightlifting? That is a rather long title for me because it's an actual verbatim question I received on social media. And normally I save those questions and I put them in a listener mailbag show. But actually, this wasn't directed towards the show itself, but I received it in a different way. And I thought, hey, perfect, perfect, quick fit tip. And it's a topic I have dealt with for years. And it generally goes back to you can trace this to bodybuilders. And as I've said in prior shows, I did spend a couple years doing natural bodybuilding, learned a heck of a lot about nutrition and deprivation and kind of that whole subset of the fitness world. So I have some firsthand experience with that as well. So the bodybuilders, generally speaking, will only do 10, 20 minutes of cardio at a really low intensity. And one of the reasons is they don't want to burn muscle, quote unquote, burn muscle. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Now, I would argue, generally speaking, especially professional bodybuilders, they are 260, 300 plus pounds. They're not going to want to run or, you know, do a heck of a lot of cardio. They got to focus on other things. But it's a myth and it goes against exercise science. But I want to parse out the question a little bit further the gains. So what are your gains, right? What are your goals? So will doing too much cardio undermine my gains in weightlifting? Well, strength, if you're a power lifter and you are going to, you know, compete, then 
you don't want to do a heck of a lot of cardio. You want to focus on your specific goals, which is lifting heavy weight. But if you're the vast majority of people who listen to the show, the vast majority of people who exercise to look better, feel better, live longer, hopefully not be injured to fix your weak links, things like that, the short answer is absolutely not. It will actually improve your gains. You're going to look better. You are not going to eat your muscle. And I will get to the quick science in a second. All right. And again, why so many bodybuilders walk on the treadmill at such a low intensity and for a short amount of time, they're supposedly, you know, many of them in that fat burning zone, which is a myth in and of itself. It's fuzzy science. They did a whole show on that. The fat burning zone. Yes, you burn a a greater percentage of fat calories at lower intensities, but you burn more total calories and more fat calories at greater intensities. And when you're walking on a treadmill at a really slow pace for 10 minutes, you're burning next to nothing, okay? So it's bad science. So when your goals are what I outlined, to look better, to build muscle, you know, you're not competing, you're not a bodybuilder, you're not a power lifter, then you want to do cardio, not only to improve your appearance and performance and all those kind of things, but because it's a really important muscle, your heart, okay? So you, you don't want to uh, not do it for that reasons, obviously. And one thing that comes up frequently, and, and I love this ridiculous meme, drives me crazy. You know, there will be a picture of a marathoner and then a picture of a sprinter. And they'll go, you know, this is why you don't do too much cardio. Look at how skinny that marathoner is. Please, please. First and foremost, these sports are self-selecting. And what I like to say is basketball doesn't make you taller, okay? And people who generally run marathons, especially at an elite level, are skinny because they can't carry too much excess weight. And it is self-selecting. They're not power lifters because their genetics don't predispose them for that, okay? And you cannot outrun your fork, as I've talked about. You just can't do it. And that sprinter, by the way, is doing a lot of cardio, but they are also strength training and they are also taking in adequate protein and doing all of those things that are for their goals. Okay, so it's not about the cardio, it's about what they are doing based on their genetics and based on their goals. So that meme is so ridiculous and it's so prevalent, okay? And look at the muscle. Look at how enormous some of those sprinters are. They're doing way more cardio at way higher intensities than the bodybuilders walking on a treadmill, all right? And here's the quick science. There are three energy sources, primary energy sources to be just keep it on the first level. Carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, right? When we talk about energy. And what's your body's first, most available energy source? Carbohydrates. That's what your body goes to first. And you can store roughly, plus or minus, depends on the person and, and many other factors, but roughly around 2,000 calories of carbohydrate in your liver, in your muscles. And that is one 
debate for another day about hitting the wall in a marathon. Because if you do the math, that's roughly where your body would run out of carbohydrates. But what about fats? Well, your body has tens of thousands of calories of fat, but it's not as available. Your body can't draw from it as easily. And the crazy thing is that marathoners, the skinniest marathoners, actually have enough energy in the form of carbohydrates and fats, even the most low body fat endurance athletes, to fuel many more than just a single marathon. But it's about availability of those energy stores. And so finally, a distant, far distant third energy source is protein. So protein, amino acids, that's what your muscles are made of. So when people talk about eating muscle, oh, I don't want to do too much cardio because it's going to eat muscle. You got to go through all your carbs first. You got to dip into those fat stores before you're going to even start talking about eating that muscle. And if you have these marathoners who are going through those carbs and then going through the fat, using muscle as an energy source is so minimal, takes such a long period of time, it's not even in the discussion for the people who worry about it. Not close. Not a question. Now, again, if you're a bodybuilder professional, and you are a, you know, power lifter. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do cardio for many reasons, but you may not do as much. But if you are what? Lifting weights. By the way, that marathoner is not doing any strength training to increase hypertrophy. That's not the goal. And that, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. They're not doing the strength training for hypertrophy. Hopefully they're doing it to prevent injury and improve performance, but it's a totally different workout. Lighter weights, higher repetitions, things like that. So if you do your strength training, if you eat adequate calories, if you get in adequate amounts of protein and you do your cardio and you do your strength training, you are perfectly fine. Now, I am living proof of this. There are so few people who actually do what I do in that I lift weights and I do endurance races, but I lift weights for muscle. And let me tell you, yes, N equals one. In other words, I am just one example, but I've done an insane number of endurance events, just ran across the Grand Canyon and back. I have muscle <laughs> because I do what I just said. I take inadequate amounts of protein. I strength train in that specific way. And that has actually been a problem for me in my career is that I have this, you know, uh, conflict between lifting weights for the, the visual, the things I do in that side of the business, and then performance, trying to go fast in endurance races. And so oftentimes I have to make the choice. And as I get ready to compete in an endurance event, as I am now, haven't done in years, like cared about going fast, which is why I've been bigger because I've continued to lift the weights. But now, like many years ago, I pull back from the strength training. I do different strength training. I eat a little less protein and fewer calories. Okay? It is really hard, again, my experience, N equals one, to lose muscle 
And then here's the amazing thing. When that race is over and I have lost the muscle and some body fat, and it's taken months to do, by the way, I get it back really quickly because of something known as muscle memory. So the short of it is, do not worry about your cardio negatively affecting your strength training gains, your muscle building gains. You got to run really far to even begin to have that be a factor. This comes down to choices. Now, most people who are trying to build muscle want to spend more time building the muscle. But this is why it's all about balance. And this is why it's all about doing all the little things that I talk about all the time, the excessive moderation. Okay, when I have lined up in the corrals of marathons, people have looked at me over the years and said, you must be a triathlete because those around me are super skinny. A, because they're genetics. B, because they're not doing the weird thing of also trying to lift for hypertrophy. You know who is, though? <laughs> I'll leave you with this. Dean Carnazzi's ultramarathon guy. When I interviewed him, I don't think I actually brought it up during the interview, though. I have been in races and different places where people have said, hey, are you Dean Carnazzi's? You know why? Because he's an ultramarathoner who runs hundreds of miles at a clip, who also lifts weights for muscle. Now, my joke is, no, I'm bigger than him, <laughs> and I am. But I'm also lifting for that purpose, and he could be bigger too. So there you go, N equals two, Dean Carnazzi's as well. So as long as you are doing all of the things I outlined with your cardio, with your nutrition, you will be in the greatest shape you can be. You need to do your cardio, you need to lift heavy things, you need to follow your nutrition plan, and the pictures, the memes, all of those myths are a factor of bad science and people aren't, who aren't doing the things I just outlined. So there you have it. That's enough. No, doing cardio, especially the tiny fraction that people think is a lot, is not going to eat your muscle, is not going to negatively affect your strength training plan. Disagree with me? Let me know. Tom H. Fit is my Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. And you can reach out to me through fitnessdisrupted.com as well. Please do. Please subscribe to the show. Please rate the show if you have not already. Shame on you. And tell a friend. And again, my goal is to give you the science based on years of experience, based on years of study that continues to this day, and the anecdotal as well. You take all of those things, you put them together. Because it's not just about science and it's not just about anecdotal. You got to take all of these things. And I have been doing this a really long time and I will be doing it till the day I die. And my goal is for you to live your best life, to give you the latest information. Not fads, not bro science, science. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.